0: hey this is another episode of gently screaming my name is jasmine and i'm gonna be kicking off another season of i guess this podcast series so i would say this is maybe episode one of season two i think that's how some of the language is delivered to you all as audience members or listeners i guess um it's 2021 i don't know if i've done any podcast episodes in this general half-year time frame, so this is going to be new for me. Um, And for anyone listening to the first time, this is space for me to speak freely, unedited, and without as much filtering as I typically would if I were to have a conversation one-on-one, or two-on-one, or with a group of people and a huge value add of this specific tool for me is to have the opportunity to say what I want to say regardless of what I think the other person on the receiving end is going to say in response to me. So in terms of expectation setting, I wanted to put that out there. I wanted to come back on here because I've been thinking very deeply this past week and it's been an extremely, extremely important week for me for many reasons but a lot of them are very internal so my general life situation hasn't changed too much but my internal situation has and i want to make space for myself to record this in a way that feels safe and also just free Um, and there are two things i want to talk about and are top of mind the first is a TED Talk by Oxford professor and I think researcher, Ruth Chang. And the title of her TED Talk was How to Make Hard Choices. And then the second thing I want to talk about is a recent New York Times article. I think it's it was the op-ed or Modern Love column about Alex Kr- Kruger, I believe is how you pronounce his last name. And he is a comedian and writer talked about how he approached dating. So I'm going to talk about that TED talk first. So we have Ruth Chang's TED talk and she talks about how very often in life we get choices confused. The concept of choices implies that you have alternatives and what's been really top of mind for me is in my conversations with people recently a lot of people have been asking like has option a or option b been better has situation a been better than situation b or like tell me what has been objectively better for you or even subjectively better for you and lately it's been really really hard to respond honestly and respectfully because For me, there is no such thing as better, and I highly suggest you listen to Ruth Chang's TED Talk, but she talks about how sometimes we get the scientific confused with the qualitative, or um, we get science confused with value. So when we are looking at numbers, for example, and the example she uses is the weight of a suitcase, we're looking at two objectively (laughs) different values that can be compared against each other and there will be a clear yes no heavier lighter equal weight answer that is objective and true and rooted in science but when you're looking at something like jobs for instance you're no longer looking at scientific val- or scientific numbers you're looking at value and what chang talks about is You get to define what value you get from each of the choices you have. For instance, with job A, the value for you, you might interpret that differently than someone else might identify that value for you. (laughs) And job one, it's the same exact thing. The reason I'm thinking about these things is I see my options in front of me, and right now I'm thinking about the different types of value I'm getting out of situations, out of different relationships, out of different actions that I take, and the past week has been super, super frustrating because people have been asking me to label what is better, what is not better what is more ideal and the truth is i cannot answer that uh and something chang said was each of us has the power to create reasons and i i so heavily agree with that it's pot this is possibly one of my favorite ted talks ever um and i have grown up watching ted talks i love ted talks but This resonates so, so strongly with me because Chang identifies that it is about the kind of value each option brings you, not the amount of value. And that is so powerful to me because right now, Jasmine, me as a human, I'm looking for specific types of value. And I have to trust that the way i perceive the value of these different choices that i'm making that those like those are the types of value i'm looking for and want and can put my full faith in today and tomorrow i might be searching for a different kind of value or a certain choice might appeal more to me even if the choices haven't changed and even if i haven't changed and so there's that. That's one thing I'm thinking very deeply about this week. And culturally, I'm so used to respecting everything everyone tells me. So if someone says option A is better and option 1 is not better, I would say, I understand where you're coming from. I understand your reasoning. And for that, for that reason, I will follow your advice. But lately, I've been getting a lot of conflicting responses to choices I'm making. And I'm like, where do I draw the line between respecting other people's opinions about my life and trusting myself as the person living it? So there's that. But what really made me think today specifically was I've stumbled across this article that interviewed, or actually no, I think Alex Kruger wrote it himself, and he talked about how (laughs) back when he was dating, or I think he's still dating, or in the process of dating, he used Trello, which is a project management tool that a lot of, I know tech teams use them, it's it's kind of like a to-do list, but a little bit more dynamic, so you'll have like a bunch of different subsets of lists that allow you to see it at an aggregate view so he used Trello to manage his dating life and that was controversial to a lot of people because a lot of people wanted to put words into his mouth and have him admit that the way he was going about this dating system was not bringing him happiness that the way he approached dating was an obstacle to him, a barrier that he needed to overcome. And what he talked about was it was not a barrier for him. It was where he found a lot of comfort. It was where he was able to take back some of that power of, of not having a handle on dating sometimes. So I actually, I quite liked his framework. So he what he did was he split it into five different Phases. So he did five different phases and then eight different qualities. And that's how he judged where people were. Um, I'll include that article um, if there's the option to add a little bit more information or copy to this podcast episode. But the five stages were vetting, vetted, scheduling scheduled and dating and what he would do is he would assign each person that he was like talking to to a card um and because in trello it's like um it's like a card sort in some ways so you would have stacks of cards underneath each title of the lists that you have so he would have basically five side-by-side lists list one would be list of people he's vetting people that he's still learning about making sure that they're safe making sure that um, you know things are somewhat aligned and then the second list is okay I've vetted them I'm gonna shift them over from list one to list two they're now in the vetted stage and then once they're in the vetted stage, the next stage to be moved over to would be scheduling. I'm now finding time to meet up with them, maybe for the first time. And then from there, it would be scheduled. Okay, we are scheduled to go on dates. And then if you continue dating, you would shift them over to the final column, which is the dating column. If after you schedule a date with them, you meet with them, and it doesn't go well, you would just archive the card. You don't think about them, technically, and you just move them over. And I think that's brilliant. Because what it does is it provides him a kind of value that a lot of people don't see the worth in. Um and I actually think I would adopt that for me and I'm a single woman that is of conventional dating age and I would love that for me I would love to know where I stand with the people that I'm talking to regardless of where like, you know where I sit with them because that's not important Um, if they like me back great but at least on my end i know exactly where i feel about them and where i feel i am in the process of knowing whether or not i'm comfortable saying i'm dating them and i think it really adds clarity it brings value but i know there are people in my life who would say that's a really mechanical robotic way of looking at things and it's is it because that's how we choose our colleges It's how we choose our jobs it's how we choose a lot of things in our lives why is it okay to create a spreadsheet for the different apartments you're looking for but not for the different people you're talking to and i think it comes down to understanding what is a science and what is of subjective value And I think that that is what is so, so powerful. And this past week has been one in which I have become a lot more comfortable in saying, hey, option B is super, super valuable to me in a way that I actually am wanting to explore right now. Please respect that. Because even though option two is great for you, I would go with option B and it has nothing to do with which one is better it has everything to do with which one is better for you in the moment you're in right now based on what you want for either the present moment or the future moment with consideration to your past moments and I think that has brought me a lot of comfort as well as discomfort this week so I wanted to put that somewhere I will do my best to include links um And yeah, thank you for listening, and I'll catch you next time.